welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. This week, I'm going to get you thinking about setting some boundaries when criticism comes calling. As we get closer to the holiday season, <laughs> stresses get, gets higher for a lot of people um, at work, at home, socially. Um, negativity could become more evident. And this podcast really is to help you become an impactful communicator, an intentional communicator. And a lot of people that you deal with um, might be free to communicate complaints, criticism, comments, um, kind of at, at a moment's notice that really kind of change the trajectory of the conversation. It really dampens the mood, dampens the tone, and creates kind of a downward spiral, very defeating, negative. Um, so we're going to talk about how to set some boundaries when this happens. Now, when you, when you think about what you might gain from this podcast, I want you to think about both personally and professionally. And in, in though this podcast is primarily to help you as a professional communicator, certainly how you communicate with clarity, with intent, with intention could help really you and the others around you. And obviously that can be family, personal relationships, friends, et cetera. Not, not just coworkers, clients, partners, things like that. So you can think of it both ways to see if it can help. And I want to kind of frame this, um, this term boundaries. There's um, a book. I want to say it's a bestseller. Um, I think it's by a name, guy named Townsend, T-O-W-N-S-E-N-D wrote a book called Boundaries. Yeah, the the um, authors are Henry Cloud and John Townsend. And there are apparently a number of different titles that they've they've written. Boundaries, Boundaries in Marriage, Boundaries with Kids. There's there's a number of these books. And there's workbooks and things like that. I've 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 read them, but kind of skimmed through them. I'm not gonna do a book review on boundaries right now. But the term from Cloud and Townsend are are it's sort of established a way of saying no to things and setting boundaries like and it's very actually very powerful. So my intent here is not to give you uh, a master class in boundaries. You can you can do that on your own and do some research if you like. But what I really want to talk about are setting boundaries when criticism comes calling. And here's the kind of the scenario. So <clears throat> many years ago, this just kind of frames it. I worked at a company where um, let's just suffice it to say that the management of the company was not very strong. And um, <laughs> I just did a podcast on. on uh, on analogies last week. So the management team were like the three stooges. Ironically, and this is actually true, that one of the three senior managers of this business actually had a poster of the three stooges in his office because he thought that was sort of a, a self-deprecating way of describing their management style. Needless to say, not run terribly well. And a lot of the people that worked there, um, I was probably my early to mid twenties really didn't like it. It was a great job. I mean, in terms of the career, but the, but the management style was just left a lot to be desired. It was very dysfunctional, but there were, there was a guy there that I worked with that was constantly just bemoaning everything and he was critical and it was just day to day. It was just, and I would just very easily the complaints and the criticism, the comments would just come flowing on a, on a moment to moment basis, day to day. And I just actually carpooled with this guy. So I, I, um, it got so bad that I just 
carpool with somebody else. Um, but you, we can work with people. We can live with people. We can interact with people that without even being aware of it, they're just making comments that are just, they're not helping you at all. They're not helping them. They're not helping you. They're not helping the situation. Not, the, the, and the, the, the reason why they're doing it could be varied. Um, because it's true, because they feel this way, because, uh, they've had enough, uh, because they think that you should do something about it because that's just their MO who, who knows, but you know, what do you do? How do you set some boundaries when this criticism comes calling? When, the, when this happens, what, what do you do? Well, what you don't do is just sort of go with the flow because once you get pulled in that conversation, it's very easy to kind of get pulled into a kind of a downward defeating cycle. It's just like you, you get pulled in, you can't get out. And so here's just a couple of things to think about when, when this happens. I think one of the things that you have to do is you have to be able to state things that really clarify that for you, you're not going to go further in that conversation. And I've just, I put together a short list of like three things that I might say, and this could be phrased slightly differently if it's at work or in social situation or at home or with family or neighbors or whatever, you can rephrase these. So I'm by no means giving you a library of like, you say these three things and your life's going to be better. But what they really do indicate is when you say these things, the con it, it creates a boundary. It's like, it's like a wall, the conversation just, you just, there's, you can't cross over it or it becomes very, very painfully obvious that the person is breaking a boundary or crossing a boundary. So you know, the fir a first st statement I might say in, in, in a, when criticism comes calling or negativity or a comment that's sort of self-defeating or not helpful, complaining is, um, it's not good for me to talk about that right now. And it's with the emphasis on for me. So that's not good for me to talk about right now. Or, um, or it's not a good time for me to talk about that right now. The person might be doing this and, and, uh, and you're in the middle of doing something and the person that you're talking to just comes in and says this thing and you just, your response could be, it's just, it's not a good time for me to talk about that right now. Now, a person persists, insists, you just repeat it and hold your ground. That's what a boundary does is you set a boundary. So the person, when the person starts crossing, you call them on it. It's really not good for me right now to talk about that anymore. Now, in some instances, maybe in many instances, you might be thinking, well, if I do that, the person's going to be put off because I don't do that. And they just say something and I just play along in the beginning. It may be hard and you may meet, tell them like, I'm, I need to set boundaries with what I'm willing and unwilling to talk about. So you have to set some rules, rules of engagement. A second thing I might say, just, again, this is a short list just to get you thinking about what you're boundaries are and what statements that you can make that indicates that, Hey, when this comment or criticism or negativity come calling that you're not going to play along is it doesn't help me or the situation to talk about this. So, you know, let's say that you're at work and a person's complaining about a coworker or complaining about a thing. It's like, it doesn't help me in my situation to be talking about this. So if a person's doing it, it's not helping me. It's really not worth talking about. 
you know, why are we talking about if it's not helping me? Um, now, in any one of these instances, you could find 15 reasons why a person would break the rule, jump the boundary, ignore what you're saying, and just keep on talking. And again, you need to figure that out. But what I'm saying is the statement itself establishes the, that there's a line in between that person stepping in, over it or, or not. Another one I just did preparing this podcast that I put down was, um, I'm not ready to talk about that right now. Let's say that there's an issue within a company. Let's say, I don't know, I'm just using an analogy of this <clears throat> company that I worked for many years ago. Um, and a person's complaining about a process or a procedure or, or shipping and you're shipping something and you're late and, and they're going to complain about it. And there's in there, he's like, and, and you're not even, you haven't even thought about it. You could just say, I'm not ready to talk about that right now. I got to think about that and put the person back on their heels to say, yeah, you're all hot and bothered by that thing. And you want to talk about it right now and you want to fix that issue, but I haven't even heard it and I need to think about it. So let me think about that, but I'm not ready to talk about that right now. I'm not prepared for it, right? You might be in the mindset of like, hey, if I if if I change my direction and go into that down that path, it's going to absolutely ruin the mindset of you right now. You might just you don't need to play. Just I'm not ready to talk about that right now. Um, what I want you to think about, or when you set boundaries in communication, whether this is at home or at work is when people are making comments, they're complaining, they're being negative, they're getting the habit of being critical. Everything is just a problem, a problem, a problem, a problem. You don't have to play along. And I'm going to repeat that. You don't have to play along. It stops it in its tracks. It provides a clear or a clearer limit, dividing line. And it gives you a voice and the voice is no, not now, not for me. Now, when you do this, your tone could be whatever your tone needs to be. It could be, um, happy. It could be encouraging. It could be stern. It could be angry or make it whatever you think that your tone that you need to have to gain, to indicate to the person that you're not kidding. Um, it could be just very professional. You don't have to have a mean tone when you do this. You can you can do this a lot of different ways. You know, I had a conversation with a friend of mine recently about a personal relationship he was having, and we talked about this. This actually it came up in a conversation, and and I'm like, you could just be very matter of fact. It, you don't have to get into it with the person. It's, now's not a good time for me to talk about this. This conversation isn't helping me. It's not good for me to talk about this right now. It's adding to a level of stress right now or that I'm, that I'm, that's not good for me. And then you just, it's, as you can say, it's, it's for me, it doesn't work. This doesn't work for me right now. And very matter of fact, <clears throat> but when you think about this, when that person or those situations constantly, you, know, you might be in management where everything that people bring to you are problems. That doesn't mean that you have to play along. You can say, no, not now. That's one of the, that's one of the methods in this quiet works program that we did. It's just like, you know, when noise and all these distractions, this might be really honestly a distraction for you. It's pulling you in a direction that you just don't want to go. You can't go and you probably shouldn't go. No, not now. And that's that. So 
something to think about. If you do nothing and you don't set a boundary, when that happens, you're creating the conditions for it to happen again and again and again and again. Now, here's a final thought. Now, this is really mostly from the perspective of a person approaching you and this 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 critical comment, this negativity, this complaint, complaining comes calling to you. But how could you help a person like this who has this? Um, because actually what could end up happening is well, I start complaining about them complaining all the time. And then you create this even worse cycle where like, they're complaining and I'm complaining and everybody's complaining about stuff and there's nothing that's constructive. Um, a couple of things to think about how you can help that person is what we just talked about is don't say anything. You, you can say what you need to say and that's it. Like don't have, don't have the converse, don't have a conversation. Um, you know, maybe be slow to judge them, um, or assess, you know, where they're coming from, um, be quick to help them. So instead of getting in the conversation with them, maybe you can start looking at things that you could be doing to help a, a situation and getting them out of the situation without picking on, you know, without going deeper to, you know, you know fire up the complaint. Um, I think realizing where they are realize that they're, they are where they are. So if that's the mindset that they have, they're, they're kind of stuck in that complaint and they keep on talking about it and everything is seen like a problem is realize that that's where they are. They are. And I, I might not be able to get them out of that situation. Um, maybe removing them from that current situation is not an option. It may be, you might have a person that, you know, you have to have a more difficult conversation. We've talked about in the podcast, or if you're a senior leader, you might Make, need to escalate that situation where a person can't ever get out of that issue. Um, I, I see sometimes just, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're not at your best, if you're, you need to have a rest or whatever, don't, don't, don't get into it with a person. Just, just step away. Um, you know, it, it is it, for a lot of people, this is a way of approaching how they communicate. And for us, we need to realize that, um, really these boundaries are powerful. Um, you need to practice it. You need to be intentional when you find the ways to say what you need to say. I've given you some, some, some suggestions. Um, but really when someone's filled with critical commentary, don't be their dance partner. Just saying. 